Yo, welcome back to the show. It's the First and Go podcast. I'm your host, First and Go. First off, <clears throat> a couple things. I'm gonna get to number two in a second. Uh, we're gonna start the show with a with a little somber uh, uh, setting, and then we're gonna pick the show back up uh, after that. But first off, I got a few. I got a couple other things outside the other one I just said that I want to want to want to. Bring to the universe and talk about real quick. Uh, first off, congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Green getting married this past weekend. And he, that's fam. He knows that I wanted to be there, but I had a little man's birthday last weekend. And congratulations to both of y'all. More wishes, everything. Listen to me when I tell you, keep dating. Keep dating. Forget all the other stuff. Just just keep dating and love each other the way y'all should be want to be loved to each other. That's why I tell you, that's what I will tell y'all. And being a noodlehead and stuff like that. And me personally coming off me and my wife on, on our way out of being the noodlehead stage, which we kind of was already in the noodlehead stage right before we got married. But the fact that we, me and my wife, we're on. I we're working on year number two. We're on year number two, basically. Well, we're working on year. You know, you know what I mean. We work. We about to hit approach num, year number two next year in March, and you know, marriage is just one thing you got to understand. It's a process. It's levels to this, and it's not just one chapter. You got to understand. It's you got to keep working at it. Got to keep things, you know, fresh. You got to keep things new. You got to understand both of y'all are going to be new people now. Just saying. With that being said, also, um, I also want to thank everybody that tuned in to the last episode of the podcast. Last episode of the podcast Bills or Eagles episode was the most most listened podcast most listened episode since I start, restarted this podcast on uh, on Anchor slash Spotify because Anchor is another company uh, is a another it's a branch from it's another branch of Spotify so thank y'all for. Making that episode the most listened episode, period, so far. <laughs> and let's keep let's keep making this let's keep making this podcast grow and grow and grow. Also, subscribe if you want to know when I drop an episode. Subscribe to Spotify first and go. Number one S uh, number one S T uh like it's spelled out A N D Gold Gold Well I can't talk today for some reason <laughs> but uh G uh G O A L So and it's me with the Cowboys hat on A subscribe share like drop a comment I'm, hey, 
share, 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 and share. That's the big one of the biggest things. Share, share, and share. And also subscribe. But thank you, thank you, and once again, thank you for making that episode one of the most listened episodes that I have done so far. Um, whew. Now, I'm going to take five minutes and talk about a we're going we're going to get into the college football and NFL in a little bit. And um we're going to we, we we I want to talk about Brittany Grind for a second. Yesterday morning, I was going to do this. I was going to do it yesterday morning, an episode yesterday morning. Um me and little man, we, we kind of uh <laughs> Uh, drifted off into a nice nap <laughs> right before I was going to get ready to do it. But Brittany Griner appeal has been denied. And without going back to the beginning and everything else, we know what happened. She had, regardless if you agree or not agree, regardless you with uh, um, Medissa, you know, regardless if you're with personal use or not, uh, regardless you believe that she should have had it or not, at the end of the day, she is in a crosshair situation, and we've been knowing this for a very long time. She's been there since February of this yeah. year, and she's in a She's in a very particular situation that, yes, she, if you, if you, some, some people are saying she kind of put herself in, in that situation because she had an owner, which true or not, it's not, not true, but true or necessary to your own opinion, if you believe it, you, you agree or disagree. With that being said, she is a political prisoner. Russia is not going to release her before the midterm elections. I had a feeling this was going to happen. The longer and longer she stayed in there, when they announced that she was going to get nine years, I had a feeling if they release her, it won't be no earlier than January of 2023. Not to say that's the particular date we need to be looking at, but I would say if she was going to get released any earlier than, than, than what we want as now, it wasn't going to be until no earlier than January of 23. Because this midterm elections, Russia is still trying to play Mind games. Russia is still trying to. They're trying to undo what happened in 2020. Necessarily, they feel like 22. They are in that. I'm telling you right now. I'm do not want to particularly go take this this episode right now into a political turn. I could do another episode on that. Uh, I could do a different uh, make an episode for that, which is straight 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 political based. But I just want to make my voice known and make my voice to be also helped help with the other voices by 
saying she needs to be freed, but let's be honest. And to some people, I'm gonna just make I'm gonna just say it raw with no Vaseline. If you don't like it and it hits a nerve, maybe you need to look at yourself after I say this. If she was white, she'd be home by now. I'm 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 just gonna put it in that that terms. Or even if she was white, she'd be home definitely right, literally right after the elections. I have no, I I have no, I have no faith that she's gonna be home no earlier than January. I don't even think she's gonna be. I don't even think that's even gonna happen. I'm just saying it as in because of the situation that. Russia and Ukraine is in, and by the way, she got caught. She got caught. They looked at the camera. They knew who she was. They knew she was from America. They knew she was in Russia, making money, playing for the one of the Russian team. You know, the one of the Russian league teams for for women basketball. But also, here's the thing: caveat is this: Russia does not agree with uh, gay, lesbian, transsexual, all all of it. The whole community. They ain't down for that. Don't help that she is a black woman. Doesn't help that is she's a lesbian black woman. It doesn't help that she is a woman in general. And she's a American on top of that. The fact of the matter is this is nothing but a political prisoner being suffered because Russia is pissed off at America for helping out Ukraine. And if and and honestly or was going to help with Ukraine because the, technically they the it, she got caught up a week before they struck. America President Biden Decided he was one. It, well, decided and told Putin, "We're not gonna stand for it if you go at Ukraine." Next thing you know, not too long after that, Brittany Griner gets caught up with Medusa. Regardless of the, how much it was, don't matter. She got caught with it, which she said it was hers in the first place. So it wasn't like they planted it on her. They didn't plant it on her. It was hers. She was using it for injuries and uses and not in, in personal uses and, and injuries. So, you know, any injuries she had. So, it was hers. For anybody on internet want to sit there and say that she got planted on it, which is bullshit. It's not. It was hers. The fact of the matter is, she's only she's been held there only for political reasons. It has been told. It has been told that Sorry for the pause. It has been told for, that others might have been white more or less might have been from Russia more or less they got the same punishment I mean, they got the same crime, but different punishment. Four months max. 
Yeah, make it make sense. It ain't mapping. Y'all know. You already said this shit ain't mapping. You're absolutely right. But it doesn't make it any more right. She's been held because Russia's pissed at America. They We got one of theirs. Now they got one of ours. And people going to be pissed because if to, for her to get home, we had to release one of the war criminals necessary, you know, black market type war criminal back to Russia. We got him in prison, but we're going to have to send him back to Russia and just to see if they if we could get her home. And I hate to tell, you, tell everybody this, I'm kind of 50-50. I'm 50-50 with the fact of doing it and getting her home, but at the same time, I'm with the other 50 saying that if we release this man, it is not a guarantee she comes home. The prisons, the certain type of prisons that they're going to send, send her, necessarily, the conditions and what happened, upon the, the abuse and all that, we don't want to know that she gets sent there. But I'm pretty sure for right now, she's nowhere near going anywhere near that. She's been, she's a hostage at the very moment. She's not going to a true Russia prison necessarily hopefully that don't happen hopefully they just playing games enough to not get not to send her there just to piss us off or the fact that be despiteful now i wasn't gonna spend this long necessarily to on this particular subject but i, I but i said what i said at this very moment b we won't bg home Hashtag BG needs to be home. All right. Now, let's get into some some other. Let's get into more happier. Because I don't like talking about bad stuff too, too much longer. Because either one or two things, I'm going to get emotional or I'm going to get pissed off. Right now, I don't feel like being emotional, and, and I don't want my blood pressure going up. So, we're going to switch gears. Let's pivot into college football. All right, y'all. Last weekend, wasn't that great? It, it, like, let's, let's be honest. We talking about loaded of games? Not really. Wasn't that much loaded of games? A lot of blowouts this weekend. Um, let's be honest. Uh, Ole Miss went to Baton Rouge. I picked Ole Miss to win. Yeah, yeah, I got, I, yeah, I got to take that crow right there. Bad Rouge showed up when it mattered. They got, they buckled, they hunkered down, and just pretty much blew out Ole Miss. Ole Miss had a 17-0 lead, 17-3 lead, right before LSU just took over and just said and smacked them around and pretty much said, "You're done." So. <laughs> As of right, but yes, um, the craziness in the uh, in the SEC West has begun. Um, to be honest with you, uh, UCLA lost to Oregon, and Oregon's become a better team since the loss, the beatdown at against Georgia at the Georgia Dome. But but let's be honest, Bo Nix is in the Pac-12. He couldn't do this in the SEC. 
if if this was if he was still Auburn, Auburn would probably would be a three four loss team right now. Just being honest, they're five hundred team. He's with a team, with a coach. By the way, is from the SEC, but with a team that you know, it's Oregon. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It's Oregon, and you're in the Pac-12. The level of comp, the level of talent of competition is lowered, meaning he can shine. Just, just want to throw that out there. But UCLA did get beat down at Oxford. Not, excuse me, not Oxford, but Oxford. Um, Oregon handling them pretty well. Uh, and, and UCLA gets to play Stanford, which is one of my pick, my 10 picks of this week. So let's get to my picks for week number nine in college football. Let's start off with a 11 o'clock game. Uh, number 13, Penn State hosting number two, Ohio State. Uh, usually this game is as a night game. You know, this this usually would have been an ABC night game. You know, you know, prime time game. But Fox decided, you know, we tired. Uh, we are tired of showing Michigan. Let's put Ohio State on there, ladies and gentlemen. We have Ohio State, Penn State, broad daylight at eleven o'clock in the morning. Well, here's my pick. Uh. To the fact that Penn State has only has one loss, and that one loss was to Michigan. Granted that I like I like James Franklin. He is a very good coach. Like he is, he is a very good coach. But let's be real, it's Ohio State. Very loaded. Uh, Penn State is just they got talent, but not enough talent. Um, that defense don't have. I think that uh, defense with Joy Porter Jr. Uh, at on one side, it's just not gonna be enough. He can't cover everybody. Uh, Jackson uh, uh, Jigger Smith will be supposedly will be uh, possibly be uh, playing in this game, and if he does, uh, we know that what's the matchup we looking at. But who's gonna cover Marvin Harrison Jr. and the others? And the two running backs, by the way, and, uh, that they got in Williams and the other bruiser that got on, on uh, in the backfield, and we not we ain't even brought up C.J. Stroud. Ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. Uh, Michigan might have had a, a little scare in the first half with Penn State, but this was uh, uh-uh. if this was Penn State at night whiteout, yeah, I probably I probably would have to. Hesitate possibly picking Penn State because they are at home. This game is at eleven o'clock in the morning. This is a, but this falls right into Ohio State's hands. Ohio State big at Happy Valley. Next game, eleven o'clock. This is also a eleven o'clock game on ABC. This is my team. Notre Dame is heading to Syracuse, um, number uh, which is ranked number sixteen. Which, by the way. Just had their first loss not too long ago as well. <laughs> um, but Syracuse playing well. Debo Babels. Um, matter of fact, Syracuse just lost last weekend against against Clemson. By the way, had a had a two di- uh, double digit lead on Clemson. It's quarterback switch, and then next thing you know, I, the rest is history. We y'all get y'all get where I mean. You know, you can go look at the box score and see what happened. Uh, to me. I don't believe that 
the switch of the quarterbacks, the you have a better quarterback. You might have a better thrower of a quarterback. But I, to me personally, I don't think. Which, by the way, Notre Dame plays Syracuse and and uh, Clemson. The next plays plays Syracuse this weekend, and I'm not mistaken, plays Clemson within the next couple of weeks. With that being said, <laughs> um, as much I would want to, pretty much take. The cues in this game, but especially with them at home, why eighty five percent of everybody really picking the cues over Notre Dame. But here's the thing about Notre Dame: they playing with house money. And yes, I know it's Notre Dame, but let's be real: they playing with house money, which meaning there's no expectations. We lost. We just lost the Stanford two weeks ago. By the way. Um, <laughs> still lost the for two weeks ago. Then on top of that, um, we just won a game against New Mexico, New Orleans, New Mexico State. Don't matter whoever. The point of why I'm getting that is we gotta uh, fix 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 my, fix my confidence game. Happened last week. We about to go into a dog fight against Syracuse. As much as I want to take Syracuse, I'm I'm calling the upset. Notre Dame gets their first big uh, big win for Marcus Freeman. And that Notre Dame Irish. I'm taking Notre Dame in this game. Not just because it's my team, but I really believe that Syracuse is. They, I think the 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 the, the, the hey that that straw broke. Um, <laughs> but I thought I believe it's gonna be a pretty good game. I think it's gonna be a dog fight, but I think Syracuse is gonna lose that game. All right, uh, we got an HBCU in this thing. Uh, One o'clock on on uh, ESPN three. We have Jackson State hosted uh, Southern. Southern. Southern is two, excuse me, uh, five to two. By the way, Southern has only got a 3% pick by fans to win this game. 97% going to Jackson State. By the way, Jackson State is actually ranked number five in the uh, FCS poll. Yeah. But it's not talked about. Don't worry about it. They don't want to talk about the fact that Deion Sanders got a Heisman candidate, should be a Heisman candidate for the Heisman, but he only gonna probably gonna get it for the FCS, which is bull. But that's out of point. His, even though if it's even though it is his son, his son is balling. You got a coach, should be winning coach of the year. Probably won't get it because of politics. But then Jackson State. We normally the HBCUs do not participate in the playoffs with the FCS, but I got a feeling that's going to change this year. The number five ranked FCS team, Jackson State, rolls Southern on ESPN three and ESPN plus. If you want to check out that game uh, at one o'clock. All right, next game at two thirty on Fox. Right after the Ohio State beat down uh, Penn State, you will get two ranked teams in the top twenty-five. You got we head to the little apple where uh, Ohio State heads to the little apple to take on Kansas State on Fox at two thirty. Both teams are ranked. Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State is number nine. Kansas State is number twenty-two. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just be honest. Oklahoma State, ever since the loss, the double-digit lead they had on TCU, really they should have blew out TCU. 
But the fact that they defense failed them in the second half, the fact that they were technically in a dog fight with Texas and had to come back like they did, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I said this. I said I, I think Oklahoma State is a very good team, but I they always lose a game. They had no business losing. Well, they did lose to TCU. It was the way they lost to TCU. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if Kansas State wasn't was ranked, I would probably say this would be the game they probably had no business losing. But the fact that, you know, you got Deuce, you got uh, uh, Adrian Martinez, uh, <laughs> and you got a very potent running game at Kansas State, and a, just a, you know, a defense that was scrap to the teeth to make sure you don't score, hopefully. Kansas State is going to battle in this game. <laughs> wow, excuse me, wow. 80% of y'all believes uh, Oklahoma State going to win. I'm actually going to take the home team. And this is my second upset alert this week. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Kansas State for the win outright against Oklahoma State at home. Let's let's move on to the next game. Also 2 o'clock ABC. This game will be shown on ABC at 2 2.30. Uh, right after the Notre Dame game. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you, this game is not worth be watching on ABC. This game should be technically on BTN. If you don't know what BTN is, that's the Big Ten Network. Uh, but <laughs> this game should not be on ABC. But because <clears throat> <sighs> number 17, Illinois, is 6-1. and one. Yeah, you heard it right. Illinois is 6-1. and one. And ranked number 17. By the way, Illinois don't score no more than 20 points a game. They, and they ain't averaging, they average on points is not that high. They play a tough defense. Um, this is a buildable type game. I'm going to be honest with you, but here's the thing. They're not at home. Nebraska is. There will be a sellout in Nebraska. There will be, <laughs> even though there was a person that did buy $12,000 worth of seats uh, to make sure they keep the sellout going um, this year. There will be a sellout. Um, Nebraska, I'm not saying they've been playing well, but they have a different attitude. Um I would say this. The, oh, yeah, by the way, the head coach doesn't help that he blurring out that we got a recruit. By the way, that's so violations. Oh, my God. Just just stop. You embarrass yourself. This, I honestly was going to go Illinois in this. But for some reason, I have a feeling that Nebraska being at home is a difference maker. Um, no, but it, 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 it's a, the, the split is very, very heavily on – Illinois to win this game, but honestly, this is my third upset of the week, and this is a upset nobody really gonna care about. But hey, it is an upset. I'm taking Nebraska in this game uh, because if this game was at Illinois, definitely take Illinois. But because this game is on the road at Illinois, you know two things that that travel well. Run, that is a running game and a defense. Thing about it is Illinois has a running game. Illinois does have a defense. But I have a feeling for some reason playing in Nebraska is just different. <laughs> it's just different. 
I'm taking Nebraska in an upset. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. This is a basically this is another game that I consider as an upset alert. I'll say two two thirty. That's gonna be on ESPN. Gus Bus. Anybody that knows the name Gus Bus, you know who his real name is. Gus Malzahn. Yes, the former head coach of Auburn. Yes, the, also the national champion uh, coach that was at with Auburn as a assistant. Also, um, the head coach of Central Florida, University of Central Florida, that is five two. That also is hosting the number twenty team, Cincinnati Bearcats. But I'm going to take uh, Gus Bus and Cincinnati in this game. Moving right along. What time is that game? Oh, three o'clock at uh, SEC Network. We have uh, ranked number twenty, newly ranked number twenty-five. It has not been ranked this year. Firstly, now ranked this year, South Carolina taking on Missouri. By the way, South Carolina's five and two. So, this game will make them bowl eligible. <laughs> Missouri needs this game to try to get the bowl eligible. Because uh, right now, they are at 3-4. And, and one more game pretty much put them in a no-lose situation start, starting next week. I'm going to make it quick with this one. South Carolina. We're going to move on. South Carolina wins this game. Big game on, on ESPN. At six o'clock on ESPN, two ranked teams number number three Tennessee hosting and undefeated uh, number three Tennessee hosting number nineteen uh, Kentucky. Yeah, yes, I did. I did tell y'all at the beginning of the season, before preseason, you know, before the game, you know, before the season really got going, I did say I take Kentucky to win the East. Mathematically, they would have to win this game. And hope that Georgia lose this weekend and next weekend against Tennessee. And, you know what I'm saying, it, it has to be a little of that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I think it's just too much to ask for Kentucky mathematically. Mathematically, they're not out but for the East, but... If they lose this game, they definitely out. So this is a pretty much eliminator game, and it's not an eliminator game for Tennessee because Tennessee got to play, still got to play Georgia. But this is definitely an eliminator game for Kentucky. But I do have to, because Tennessee is at home. I do have, I do got Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins this game in the second half. I think this game will be closed in the first half, but I think Tennessee will finish this game and close it out in the second half. Um, also, on the SEC Network, the primetime game, uh, number 15, Ole Miss, heading to College Station, um, there's a tour more going on at College Station. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, Jimbo looks really, really bad, um, with, especially with the situation that happened over the summer with 
Saban, it just looked. But the only thing, here's the thing a lot of folks got to remember. He nearly beat Saban that night at Tuscaloosa. I think even, even Saban understands, damn, we couldn't even blow this team out. So you have to take into consideration, yes, outside of that game, both teams look, Alabama, you know, with one loss, but they played a lot. They played kind of shaky throughout the season, and they played really shaky against A&M. Definitely played shaky. They got a little help with the rest against Texas. Uh, nearly fumbled the bag against Arkansas in the second in that after that during that third quarter, but in the fourth quarter closed it out. But and they basically from they did basically gave up the cookies and against Tennessee uh, after beating them for the last fifteen years. I'm going to take Ole Miss in this game, and I'm actually going to take them very big. Uh, I think this game is not close. I think this game. I think I think the kids at A and M know this game. This, to to them, the season is over. To them, they're not going to get. They're not going to get to a decent bowl. They're not even going to get to a New York. They're not even going to get to a New York City. They ain't going to get to a good bowl. A good decent bowl. On top of that, uh, I think A and M could finish six and six. Which will be the worst collapse preseason in season situation we have seen in a long time. Um, Ole Miss rolls them very big on the road, and, 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 and I'm gonna tell you this: Texas A&M go three and five. Uh, everybody better be looking at Jim. They, I'm gonna tell you this: Jimbo ain't getting fired. You, and, and don't talk about don't be coming to me talking about some buyout because the buyout is eighty two billion dollars. I'm gonna tell you this: even rich folks got a limit. <laughs> they know not to make bad moves, and if they buy out Jimbo, this will be a very bad move because honestly, you do not want to turn around and pay out Jimbo and turn around and still pay another coach eight, you know, eight nine million dollars, try to get a real real big coach and pay them eight nine million dollars. That's not just gonna happen. I'm sorry, that's not gonna happen. Jimbo will be the coach next year. He will lose some kids off of this. But the thing about it is, the question is, what do Jimbo do next year? This year pretty much is over with. But next year, he need to focus on that. He need to finish out the season, but next year. I Honestly, to be honest with you, if A&M lose this game, I guarantee you they're going 6-6. They're going to lose the LSU game. They're going 6-6. Um, but I'm taking Ole Miss in that game. And my final game uh, for the Pickums, eight nine thirty on ESPN. Uh, we got the one to close it out tonight with UCLA and Stanford. Um, I don't think this game is close. Uh, I think Stanford will give a good fight, but UCLA will handle business. I think UCLA, um, um. Took one on the chin against Oregon. They learned their lessons. They not. Hey, you brought that back. I, and I understand that uh, UCLA really, really wanted that win that game against Oregon. And that was that's not um, Chip Kelly's first time going back to Oregon. But it's just the point of the matter of well, maybe it is his first time going back to Oregon. He only been there for four years, so that possibly could be the first time he went back to Oregon, which was a big game for Oregon. 
Uh, Oregon wanted to stick it back to uh, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly wanted to stick it back to Oregon, but Chip Kelly didn't get the job done. But let me tell you this, UCLA, this is still a good team. Do not, I repeat, do not sleep on the fact that this is not a good team after losing to Oregon. This is a still a very good team. They can still run the ball, still the RPOs is good. They play this is one of the best play action teams in the country. And this is the most underrated defense, physical defense in the country. And I'm telling you right now, dude, these dudes, they gonna get some dudes in the NFL. A lot of these dudes are probably not gonna go number one, probably not even gonna go number two in the second round. They're only you know, going to the first or second round. But I'm telling you right now, they got some dudes that will be drafted in the NFL draft this coming up season. Um, but that is my college picks for week number nine. Let's get into the NFL real quick. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to say the NFL for the, uh, another episode. I'm going to say that for a, a different episode. Because what I want to do for the, for the NFL, I ain't got enough time to do it for. But so with, so with us not having enough time for that, let's talk about some more. Yes, let's talk about some more news coming out of college right now. Um, Alabama losing one of their D line, defensive linemen out for the season with a neck injury. Um, Kansas State. Uh, uh, Asia Martinez is a finalist for the academic Heisman. Um, like I said, Smith Jigma uh, may be, he will be playing, but it might be on a snap count. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, I talked about uh, the coach at, Slipped on that and stuff like that. Okay. So, I pretty much did all that part. All right. But, let, let me, um, I do want to talk about something that's, uh, going, that's burning me in college football right now. So, let's, let's, let's talk about the rankings. We, we, that's, that's one thing that's kind of burning me right now in college football. So we're on the eve of the first, the last weekend before Tuesday, before they start doing the rankings again. Well, when I mean again, I'm talking about the rankings for the playoffs. So while we, why, hey, while we are sitting here looking crazy about this, about get ready to talk about these rankings. The AP poll is AP poll. AP poll is not great. AP poll is not necessarily accurate. But the AP poll is what the AP poll is. And the college football playoff poll is, is, is going to be conducted by a committee. A committee of ADs and um, presidents and uh, committee, you know, other type of committee people that have involved has any involvement in college football, and I feel that 
Georgia will, Longs Georgia wins. Um, that will be number one. Um, Longs Ohio State wins. That'll be number two. Longs Kentucky. Uh, Longs, uh, Longs uh, not Kentucky. Excuse me, but Longs Tennessee wins. That will be number three. So the question is really is at number four. It's not one, two, or three. I believe one, two, or three will win their games. Then they will win their games. Four, five, four, five, or six, and possibly number seven. Eight, nine, or ten, which is Oregon or Oklahoma State, and uh, I ain't I don't care about no time with no Wake Forest and, and SC. I don't care about that. But anybody outside the top seven, everybody outside the top seven, please go have a seat over there. So the seven teams I want to focus on is Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Alabama, TCU. Now, if we want to really, really, truly be fair, let's talk about really the top ten. The other, we're going to drop out Wake Forest because they're technically tied with SC, but the way they got them, Wake Forest is, is the team really behind SC, so SC would get the nod to be as the number ten team. So Oregon's number eight, Oklahoma State's number nine, and SC is number ten. Now, in these top ten, right, we got quarterbacks, and I'm a, I'm, I'm making a case for everybody to understand what I'm about to what I'm about to do. There are three teams I don't trust their quarterbacks in this top ten, in in the top that's ranked in the top ten. It's the only three quarterbacks I don't trust. Really, four if you really if I go ahead. I am gonna say that four quarterbacks I don't trust in the top ten, and I don't trust them for various reasons. And I don't trust them that I like. I I, I don't think they're gonna win the chip. The you no know, because of them. Let's start off with number one, which is the Georgia's quarterback. Don't even want to say his name. Don't even care anymore. Not because it's hate Georgia week, but just the point of the matter is he won that. He they, Georgia won that championship last year. They didn't win it because of him. He just had to be the quarterback that was crucified and and concerned. You know all this. He didn't make plays, but he wasn't the reason why they won. It was the defense. And I'm gonna tell you this, I be damned they're gonna make him a Heisman finalist because this 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 is this is bull, this is some bull. But I don't trust Georgia's quarterback. Next quarterback I don't trust Michigan's. I don't care about the I don't care about the two quarterbacks or the offensive line or the defense that's a little faster, a little aggressive, or you know more aggressive and all that. I don't care about that. I don't trust the quarterback. He's a freshman. When 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 the moment's big. Yeah, I know. I know. What's his face at Jacksonville right now? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. He won an ass championship with a freshman. As a freshman, I'm gonna tell you this. Trevor Lawrence at at Clemson had way more, had way 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 more support than than old boy at Michigan got. Way more support. More way better talent. And had a defense that was very, 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 very aggressive and feisty. Michigan, Michigan is just there. 
They're not special. They're not great to really watch. They're not the 2000 Michigan or even the 1990s Michigan, where you just knew what was going to happen. They had a fight, you know, they, they just big and, and, and just, you can't stand them. This Michigan team, which is close by uh, Jim Harbaugh, I like Jim Harbaugh. I'm not even going to fuck with y'all. I do like Jim Harbaugh. I like Jim Harbaugh. I think he's a very good coach. But to sit there and pretend that I believe this team is ready for that, you know, ready for that, I don't think so. I think I think for everybody to believe that possibly uh, two SEC teams and two big two, two, big two 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 big ten two big ten teams can get in, it's not gonna happen. This reason why the college football playoffs, this reason why the committee and and, and the chancellors and the presidents and the Commissioners, they didn't get off their ass and go ahead. And if they want, want it to happen in 2024, they need to get off their ass and go into the boardroom and get it done and make a 12-team playoff. Because then we can have one. By then we can have two, maybe three teams in one conference. You know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. We'll get the best of the best in. But we can't get the best of the best with only four teams. We just can't. I just don't trust. I don't trust Michigan's quarterback. I just don't. I, I think he's a freshman. I don't think he's. I, I really don't think he's that good just yet. I think he had been really truly tested yet. I think he gonna. I, don't, I really don't think he ever will be until they play Ohio State. Um, and even then, we have to see how he plays and how it is done. I want to see it on the field. On the field. Because what happens on the field and the film does not lie. Uh, Clemson, I don't like their quarterback situation right now. I, I, it's horrible. You just bitched DJ uh, for the freshman. Um, I think DJ will will transfer after this year. Uh, I believe DJ needs to come to a team that is fit for his um, skill set. Um, I would not be surprised you you have to look at teams that will be losing quarterbacks. Arkansas, um, I believe I, I think DJ is good enough to play at to play with a team like Arkansas that's going to have offensive linemen, play on running backs. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I think he's going to be good enough to go to possibly TCU. Um, or even possibly keep an eye on of him transferred to, to um, UCLA after DTR leaves this year. Just keep that in mind. Which DJ will have, I think because he was part of, he was in, you know, he was playing during the COVID year, uh, that one COVID season, he'll have technically two years left. So, Two eligibility, he'll have an extra eligibility. So necessarily, he would be eligible to stay for another, you know, another two years, possibly. But I will will say he'd be dumb after one year. But yes, moving line along, I don't trust Clemson's quarterback situation. It's too messy right now. Uh, they got a decent team. No, no, they got a good team, but I I don't think they're. I don't think this is a championship Clemson team. Um, 
And the last quarterback, you know, the last team that I believe I don't trust that quarterback, and that's Oregon. I said it was three. I said I already said it was four. I said Georgia's. I said Michigan. I said uh, Clemson's. And I and the fourth team I'm talking about is Oregon's. Yeah, I talked about uh, Bo Nix. We see Bo Nix for two years at the SEC. He didn't do shit. Like it was, I was just, just put it out there. He didn't do anything. He wasn't special. He didn't do anything that was worthy enough to stay in the SEC. Honestly, he ran to the Pac-12, uh, transferred and ran to ran to the Pac-12. Um, I'm, like I said, the competition is not high in the Pac-12, which means he could fly under the radar. He could look good. For the prospects, i be honest with you, I don't think he's that good. I think it's just the fact that he's playing on a different team that makes it look good. I think Oregon is the same team as they were at the beginning of the season when they played Georgia. I don't think they're that team. Um, I don't think they're ready. I don't think they got the I – don't, I don't think they're ready. I don't think this is a team that can win a championship this year. Now – I think if they was this was a twelve playoff year, twelve playoff team year to start it off, I, I say I say this will be the dark horse team to win it all. But as the team to only have four teams, and you gonna you definitely gonna and to me to to me how I feel about it. If if Tennessee don't knock off Georgia, Georgia will be one of them. Ohio State for sure will be one of them in. And a possibility Tennessee still might sneak in it. Because you got to remember, Tennessee only got on is still undefeated. And still got to play Georgia. Georgia's undefeated. They got to play Tennessee. One, I think the loser still is in the race to get in to get in the 14 tournament. And no, I don't believe SC is ready to. Not I think I think Ohio State put up two more too many points on SC. Uh, Tennessee is too uh, too fast. I think Tennessee is just too fast for SC. Um, I think SC could beat Georgia. I think I mean not not Georgia. I think SC beats the hell out of uh, Michigan. I don't think Michigan is. I think Michigan is really fraudulent. I think they just play. They play in a soft ass schedule. A lot of teams outside of. But uh, Maryland, they should probably should have. If it wasn't for that that start of the game, you know, the opening kickoff uh, muff fumble they had to start of the game, I honestly honestly believe that um, Maryland has a legit shot to beat them at the uh, big house. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think they beat Clemson. Alabama will be more of a hmm. Hey, Alabama hadn't really looked that good outside. Hey, outside of Tuscaloosa. Hey, I, 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 uh, 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 hey, uh, um, <laughs> hey, uh, that might be the, that may be the one true toss up right there. Uh, I think uh. uh SC might beat Oregon. And I don't know. The way Oregon is. 
I don't know if it was maybe a fluke against UCLA, to be honest with you. I think it was a fluke that UCLA lost, to be honest with you. I think, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was a loss. I think, I think that was a fluke. But Oklahoma State, I'm just talking, y'all. I'm just like, I'm looking at the rankings and see who, who, who SC really could be in the, in the rest of the top 10. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think they could be missing. This is the teams that SC could be in the top 10. That's with them in the top 10. Michigan, they could beat Michigan to beat Clemson. Toss up with Alabama because Alabama defense has been, yeah, I think, I think they could got a shot against Alabama. Um, TCU is tricky. TCU is tricky. I'm, I'm going to take, I ain't going to put TCU in that. I think TCU got shot because of the because of SC's defense. Um, Oregon has a shot because of SC's defense, but I don't trust Bo Nix when it really really matters. So I'm gonna say they could be Oregon. Uh, Oklahoma State is really tricky. I, I'm not gonna put them in. I so I say they could be four out of t- four out of nine team. The other 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 nine other other nine teams. I'm gonna go four out of nine. That's that, that's almost it. that's um you know. That's right below 50. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm just jibber to drive. I'm just wanting to talk shit with y'all because I couldn't really put the NFL part of the episode in this one because I, I, it was a lot I want to get into the NFL. So, the NFL is going to get their own episode. But other than that, y'all be easy. I'm going to get ready to get, get ready to do this NFL episode. Um, give me a minute or two um, to get ready for that. Um, but, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Subscribe, 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 like, leave a comment on Spotify, First to Go Podcast on Spotify. Appreciate y'all the love and, and support. Y'all be easy.